Mm. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, as of now, it still doesn't have a name. Uh, I hear people saying uh, the podcast with Jesus. I call it the podcast with Jesus or talking with Jesus. And I feel like to a certain extent, like I can't just do that. It has to say like the Jesus Fuentes podcast or something along those lines. Because if I keep on calling it just the podcast with Jesus, people are going to cut me like they're not going to cut me slack. They're going to do the complete opposite to that. They're going to start calling me out. Um, but hey. We're here to make mistakes, we're here to just talk, and we're here to just express ourselves. And believe it or not, like all of this is just a matter of me trying to teach you guys that you guys can start from literally nothing. Say for example, this setup I got going on right now. So I got my phone and I'm using the rear camera, so I'm not using the selfie camera. What does that mean? I can't see the way I look. But if you have a MacBook, which I'm very blessed to have a, Mac, a MacBook. Also, it's a very old MacBook. Just so you guys know, I've had this computer for like six years or so. Uh, I have my phone plugged into my computer. And through that, I can have a quick time on and I can actually see myself on the screen over here. Now, since my phone is on landscape mode, you would see that in my computer, my screen will be like this. And since I actually want to see how the frame looks and just to like put it the right way, I had to put my computer sideways so I can see exactly how I look. Hair is looking okay. And I can't complain about that. So that's that. I have a timer over here on my computer too. Just so I can see when I reach the mark 45 minutes, that's what I'm gonna be uh, trying to get at this time because my latest or just like all of my um, podcasts have been like an hour or a little bit over an hour. And yeah, I also have notes because uh, last time, well, not even last time, when I first started with this idea of like, hey, let's just be bold. And that's going to be something that I'm going to be uh, touching on uh, quite often on this podcast. And it's the idea of like, try not to be perfectionist, be bold, just do things. Because I feel like something that definitely bothers me to, and has affected me in a personal level is the fact that I do things and I just want to be, I just want it to be so perfect. And because I want it to be so perfect, um, I tend on I tend on making it so long, like the process that at times it just becomes something that you don't even like anymore because you put so many hours into it that you can't really appreciate it for what you created. It's more like getting there, but also it becomes just tedious and you see so many flaws that are not really flaws, but you think they're flaws. And it's just an awful feeling. It's something that makes you not get things done. And you see other people like putting out stuff that may be not perfect, but they have like five, 10 projects that they can actually show to their clients or just show to their friends or post on Instagram. And it's digestible content. Like, to a certain extent, you have to understand whatever you're creating, it's not a movie that's gonna be watched by like millions of people and that has a millions of dollars on the budget. Like, it's just something that you need to understand, I need to understand, and I hope you guys can understand. So this setup I already explained to you. Um, I wish I could actually be using my camera but funny enough, um, my camera, it's not that old. It's actually kind of new. And not too long ago, I want to say like two weeks ago, I was asked to go into this photo shoot, a video shoot actually, the second part for this video, I already started doing for one of my friends uh, who has a country band and we wanted to, well, he wanted to do a music video. And I told him about like how I do have experience doing music videos 
most of my recent work have been music videos. And he said, you should jump into it. Um, what ended up happening is that when I was trying, when he told me, okay, this is the set day for like making the second part and just get the video done and over it with, um, I had to be the key cameraman or just the main cameraman because he will be actually playing on the video. The last shots will be the whole band playing and I tried to charge my battery and the battery charger is not working. Why? I did not know. <laughs> I'm like, in Spanish people say, oh, your salado is like salty. And that's like a synonym for like having bad luck. But yeah, it's just plain on bad, bad luck, I guess. Uh, hopefully I can get a new one soon. And I wish I could be making this with my camera, but since my battery charger is not working, I'm using my phone. And you know what? I may stick with this because it's true to itself and it's true to the idea of, hey, you can do this with a phone. It may not be the best phone. Now, mind you, my phone is pretty new, but it's not the best of the best. It's the iPhone 11, but it's not the iPhone 11 Pro. Now, cut me some slack. You do need to cut me some slack because I had the iPhone 6 for like four years. So it was a nice upgrade that I needed to do. It's like my computer, it's like six years old and I definitely need to get a new one because uh, it's just not performing the way I would like it to perform, especially when editing videos and photos and all that. So let's backtrack a little to what this podcast is going to be about actually if you're watching this podcast, just know that I tried to film this podcast yesterday and it was a shit show. So I tried it and then since I have to have enough uh, memory on my phone, I I thought I had enough for like filming this 45 minute uh, video. And what ended up happening is that I got a, it was like a warning, more like a, your phone is shut down. Uh, advice on my computer uh, and or warning but I don't even know you can tell that I need to speak more English with my friends I miss them a lot and I haven't FaceTimed them enough throughout like this last couple months anyways I got that message and it was cut at like 34 minutes or so and I was so pissed because I had this flow I was telling exactly what I wanted to tell and though it started slow because I wasn't confident enough as I think I, I am a little more confident on this version than last one. Um, but yeah, I still was just like figuring it out. I'm still figuring it out. I'm still having those awkward pauses while I'm talking. And it's weird because I actually did watch some videos on how I should be talking on this podcast. But keep in mind, this is my second language and I haven't practiced it enough. And even though I like to convey my ideas in English, I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just putting excuses. I should not be doing this. Take note of that. If you can do 80% of what you are asked to do, just say you can do it and try to do it. That was something that somebody told me for like uh, job interviews and whenever you are applying for jobs. So keep that in mind. Uh, I'm rambling too much. What I wanted to say is that on the actual first film that I did for this podcast, I went through this um, story that I put on Instagram. I think it was the first uh, podcast that I put out and I was just so pumped out about it that I made this stories where I asked you guys to tell me what would you want me to talk about on my podcast. And I was just going through all of them and I realized that I stick with this one theme. So this podcast is going to be about that one theme. I'm telling you what this is going to be about nine minutes in the podcast. I think it's a good icebreaker. So yeah, uh, first off, the responses were your hair products. For that, I don't think I have any. Uh, literally, it's just being... Um, grabbing whatever my mom or my sister have in the shower 
And even though I know there's like the men, the men scent, uh, shampoos and conditioners and all of that, I think I've only bought like, you can, I can count them with my hand, like maybe five times different products. And it's not something that I stick with it because I don't think they wear so good. Like you have to keep in mind. These girl shampoos, like they've been around for a long ass time, so they're good. They know what they're doing. And these men shampoos, to a certain extent, they some of them are with the companies that have been for a long time, and some others don't. So they don't have the experience. So I definitely did feel like the girly shampoos were actually more effective. Now, if you guys actually do know about hair products that I could be using, hit me up. I don't actually follow like a routine where it's just like, oh, shampoo and this specific shampoo and then this conditioner. It's more so just whatever there is and whatever I think like, oh, this smell good and I don't have a shampoo, so I'm gonna buy this. And yeah, but the actual theme that, <laughs> sorry, I went on that tangent again, but you're gonna know it from the title. Uh, ma mainly I'm going to be touching on how social media affects your life, how it affects my life in a specific, I guess that's what this girl wants me to talk about. I'm going to have those awkward pauses where I'm just going to have a drink and you know what, it's something I wanted to address. It's, uh, it's weird and I hope that you guys can understand that this is my very first podcast where I'm just looking at the camera, nobody's around me, I'm in my bedroom and my family can't hear me and I have to put up a sign on my uh, door that says recording, please don't knock. And I close my window so it's kind of hot because it's hot here in Mexico. I don't have the air conditioner or like the fan because it will make noise on this and yeah, the only thing that I have on, on me it's some plain old water and yes, it's water and I dropped some. It's not like I have all of this vodka. Trust me, it's just water. But anyways, it's, uh, it's something I wanted to tell you guys because uh, I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast by itself. And if you guys got some tips, if you guys want to be more part of the community, because I do want to make a community at the end of the day, I want you guys to tell me to themes to talk about, brands to promote. And actually, this podcast is sponsored by I Love Ugly. It's not actually sponsored, but I wish I was sponsored by those guys. Um, I'm gonna try to make this fun and have like different things that are like, things that I like and people that I like and brands that I support or that I wish I could support because I don't have the money. Just college broke life, even though I'm not in college. And I don't think that's the actual hashtag. Anyways, you get the point. I don't have the funds to be spending on things that I like. Hopefully I can get them through this podcast and through people actually trying to advertise their products on this. Because I would like to just make a little bit of profit out of this. Not gonna lie. Anyways, uh, I Love Ugly. I think they are from New Zealand. Um, Melbourne, maybe. And... Is Melbourne in Sydney? Oh my goodness. You guys are gonna have to cut me again some slack on that. I just know that they are from that part. I'm pretty sure they're from New Zealand and Melbourne. <laughs> is Melbourne from Sydney? Oh my God. <laughs> I hate myself so much for not knowing this, but I love ugly. It's such a good company. They have a clothing, uh, it's a clothing brand and I think their style is just classy, streetwear, but more than anything, it's just essentials. They have essentials and they also have the streetwear that just goes into like their essentials, but more flashy. So it's like statement pieces, like pants that are just hella crazy, but they look hella cool. And I remember the first time I knew about this uh, brand is because they were at Normal in Ottawa. They did not stick around for that long. Maybe, I don't know if they didn't sell or if the, there's a problem with the deal because I mean, being a brand from so far and then reselling it in Canada. 
But anyways, uh, amazing brand. Please go check them out. Uh, I've been a fan of their products for so long and I haven't even tried them yet. So it goes to show that their products look really clean. Anyways, how does social media affect me? Actually, I didn't finish my point. What I wanted to say is that like, this is kind of awkward because I don't have people to like, just bounce ideas with. And at first I thought maybe this is gonna come off a little bit like um, too much of just myself. Cause like being honest, uh, I'm just talking about myself. I'm talking about things that I like, about the things that I care. And maybe you guys don't even care about that. And I don't even know who do, does care about it. But if you guys enjoy this, please just let me know. Um, it's going to be, like I said, again, a little bit awkward because I'm just sipping water and when I sip water, nobody, <laughs> it's there to like keep on talking. But I think it's kind of cool because uh, my first idea that came to my head from me doing this is like, I'm not gonna be able to laugh. Like I don't have nobody to like bounce a laugh with, but I think I'm doing just enough just laughing at the things that I'm saying and what I'm thinking and just looking at the camera, looking off the camera and whatever. Anyways, how does social media affect my life? I think uh, for me specifically, social media affects my life in a huge way. And it could be a little bit less. That That is definitely an option of mine. But it is in a huge way because I, I could be promoting myself better through social media. And that's actually something I wanted to address. And I did talk about it on my Instagram stories. The, the thing that I want to do is uh, kind of have a Finsta that won't be a Finsta because it's not something, I feel like Finstas are things that people do that don't tell their friends that they have this other account. So I do want people to know that I do have this account, but I don't want it to be public. Like it'll be private, but people would know that I have that personal account. So why would I do that? Because right now in my Instagram, I'm following people that are like people that inspire me, just random people that I see through like me going into the search in Instagram and seeing like tattoo artists and like skateboarding videos and just random stuff. And I think all of it is so cool. Like if you go on my saved, you'll realize that I have like this new Tumblr. Like if you guys don't know what Tumblr is, Tumblr was an app, an app that would, I think it went viral on 2011. And on that app, you mostly would just reblog stuff, but all of the stuff that was posted was beautiful. It was so weird because if you think of it, why would everything be beautiful on Tumblr? Because it's things that people have reblogged. And if they reblog them it's because they're, they like them. So, posts that were really reblogged, like a shit ton, like thousands of reblogs or whatever, they will be at the very top and they'll be the most popular. And if you follow whoever, you've probably seen or you haven't seen it, but the things that they're reblogging, they are really famous. They're really famous posts. So you really have just this app where there's a ton of just amazing, beautiful pictures of like landscapes, gifs, I think that was also cool that they had like live motion GIFs and it was, and they're just playing. It wasn't like you had to click on them. And so whenever you will reblog them or whatever, you can download templates and it was almost like you had your own website. And on that website, your, the GIFs will be playing, uh, the pictures will be there. You can customize it and put a bio with your name and everything. And it could also be playing music and you could put like your own um, playlist. And I, it was just an amazing thing. It was like the easiest way to have a Pinterest board that had gifts that were moving and just your music right out the get-go. If you like that idea, I never had a, an actual playlist, but I thought it was a cool idea. Your bio, and you could also like put like frequently asked questions or just like a box where people could leave you questions. 
It's like the most interactive blog there ever was and it was free and it was easy to do, especially because there was templates and those templates just had everything on the get-go. And I kind of made that a thing where I realized that I had my own Tumblr, my new Tumblr in my saves in Instagram. And so through that, I end up having not that many people I'm following on Instagram. You may be asking yourself, well, why do you have this? Um, how do you call it? Um, this balance or like this ratio? Yeah, the ratio between followers and following. And I actually don't like, I don't do it because of a ratio. Uh, most of the people that follow me, follow me because they uh, found me through Joey and other artists that I've worked with mainly because of Joey and because I've been in his podcast in his videos and his blogs. I've been part of his life for years. And unfortunately, I'm not there anymore. Even though I'm not there anymore, I still FaceTime him like just the right amount to like keep on working with him. Like I still help him out writing ideas of the videos that he's going to be posting titles, picking thumbnails, or, and it's not like they are tasks that he asked me to do. Like I literally ask him like, Hey, how can I help you? Because that's my, that's like my life. And that's what I envision myself doing for like the rest of my life, hopefully. And you may be asking just social media. Is that what you want to do for the rest of your life? Maybe, maybe yes, maybe not. When ever since I was like, when I was a little kid, my very first dream job that I always wanted to do was being a videographer or a film director. I wanted to make movies. And it's kind of weird because you may say like, oh, why don't you have any movies? Why don't you have short films? And being honest, the most work that I've ever done that it's like uh, short films, they've been on Joey's videos. And though I have made my own, I've been so terrible at like keeping them uploaded in YouTube because years passed by and I realized that I have not put another one up. And all of this is from this uh, thing that bothers me and that's being such a perfectionist guy. I think I made a huge breakthrough from working with Joey because I realized that, hey, it's possible. It's possible to make digestible content that it's not perfect, but it's good. And you have to be okay with the idea that, hey, it's good. It's good that it's not perfect. Until this day, like I still have that issue and you could put it like in many different things. For example, you may not notice it so much, but I always have dealt with like acne. And that's been something that makes me kind of fear the camera because I don't think I should be the main guy and this uh, that's tough for me to say and that's tough for me to like represent it the right way um i think this is a huge breakthrough of just me talking to the camera showing you that like my skin is imperfect my voice is imperfect and my ideas ain't perfect either i'm just telling you the things that i like and hopefully you guys are gonna like them and this concept, this idea is not for me to get followers. It's not for me to like become this huge thing. Actually, this whole idea, I think I mentioned it before. It was from me thinking, well, I want to do this podcast on IGTV. And 15 minutes did not cut it. I had way too much to say. I'm at 23 minutes right now. And I haven't even got to the juiciest part of this uh, whole like uh, how social media affects my life. But you're going to see how things are going to get tangled and like, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> so everything is going to come to a conclusion. Trust me on that. So, uh, I was talking about Tumblr and how I wanted to separate my, my accounts, have a Finsta, have a main account and how I have my saved pictures. And yeah. Okay. So what I wanted to do and the reason why I don't follow this ratio. It's because, well, first off, I don't have to follow it because it's not like, uh, I'm following a hundred people and a hundred people are following me. Uh, I have followers that have gained from like being on the videos with joy and 
if I was following this ratio, then I can of course follow a lot more people. But then I also found that like, I would be following people just because of like this unwritten rule that it's biased and I don't like it a lot. And it's the fact that like, when you meet somebody, they're gonna ask you like, hey, like, uh, what's your Instagram? Then that's maybe if they wanna follow along with the conversation or you just met them and you don't wanna get their phone number because you wanna see first, you wanna judge them on their social media before you can actually get their phone number because nowadays getting a phone number is more personal. That just blows my mind because if like, let's just be honest, like I think a unwritten rule that should be on the unwritten rules right now that's not there is that you should not be asking for an Instagram instead of a phone number. Ask for a phone number first, like, and then afterwards get that Instagram because uh, like when you get a phone number, it's not like, oh, I'll follow you back, you know? It's like, oh, you need to follow me back. Why didn't you follow me back? You see what I'm getting at? It's like better just like, here's my phone number. I got your phone number. That's it. From that, like they can call you and you can call them or you can text them or whatever. Or you can just give them your phone number, never ask for their phone number and that's okay. Because what's gonna end up happening is that like you're giving them the freedom of to text you or call you if they want. Maybe you don't want it. And you know, how much is it gonna bother you if they're like, oh, here, here's my phone number and you have it on your phone, then that's okay. It's not, it's not gonna bother you having him or her in your contact list because it's just another contact. It's not somebody that's actually producing stuff, making stuff, putting stories up and making posts, you know? So that's what I'm trying to get at. If I was actually the guy that were to follow every single person that I asked for like Instagrams or got asked uh, for my Instagram and then I had to follow them back at a party and like just follow this idea for every single party I go to, every single person I meet, I'll be following a lot of people. And not to be mean or anything, but sometimes you just don't wanna follow them. Like you can just have be great friends with them and be okay with the fact that maybe you just don't like what they're posting. Social media in itself, it's the way, the, the ability for you to post stuff about your life the prettiest way possible. And I think that's the best way you can explain it. A lot of people are not gonna have that uh, skill and a lot of people are not gonna give a shit about it. And for me, a guy that likes a lot of art and just aesthetics and this and that, not because I'm materialistic and not because I judge people by that. Because if you think of it, me not following you because of that, that's not a reason. I'm asking you for your phone number. So I'm judging you for who you are and not what you're portraying in your social media. See where I'm getting at? Social media affects me in that way. That's the way I think I've got to this conclusion and this way of thinking because social media is so implanted in like my life because I like it because I work with it and because I want to like keep on working with it. Also, I wanted to say this, I mentioned it in my failed try of my podcast yesterday. And it's that through this, I wanna make something that people like, Keep this in mind. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna blow your mind. Think of it this way. Back in the day, you used to take pictures. Your parents would take pictures whenever there was a party and there was a special occasion or maybe there were photographers or they just liked to take pictures and they would actually take pictures of things and places. Why would they do that for no reason? Say that they were at their hometown and they're just taking pictures of a building that, like maybe a restaurant that they go like really often. Why would they do that? And I'll tell you why I have that question. It's because it's actually so difficult. Like back in the day, you had to take a picture where like you will see in the viewfinder and you would not be able to know how it would actually look. It could look really dark. It could look overexposed. And 
Maybe it could just look really bad, really good, and you would not know. Like you had to pay to see if you made a mistake or not. You had to reveal your film and then see the way it turns out. And even when you got your film revealed, actually, I think I saw it in a movie, uh, the people that that were uh, getting the films and printing them, printing them, they edit them a little bit so they'll look good enough. So like you'll buy the pictures because you maybe you would not like buy all of the pictures from that film. You would just get the good ones. So you see this whole hassle? Now you can literally just take a picture in a second, see the way it looks and delete it in the next second. You don't have to drive to like get them revealed. You don't have to wait until they get revealed. You don't have to like pick the one that you like in a second, all of that. So that has made us be in this part where uh, people just like say, oh, take like 10, 20 pictures of me and I'll pick the best one later. And something awful from that is the fact that like, say, it's cool that we have that option. Why? Because why wouldn't you take advantage of new technology? Why wouldn't you get a lot of pictures of yourself and then pick the ones that you like because you have the ability to do so? I think David Dobrik's uh, disposable Instagram account is just full of feelings. It's just an amazing account. I like it. Like you don't understand. I actually love it because they're all candid pictures. Candid is a picture where like you take a picture of something or someone at a time and place where like maybe they do know, maybe they don't know that they're getting a picture taken and it's just raw. It's like somebody could be sneezing in the background. Somebody could be uh, with their eyes uh, closed and there could be like the couple uh, or whoever laughing like a huge ass laugh, maybe not a pretty smile, but just a real laugh in those pictures. I think they're amazing. Like when you try to find those pictures now and day, it's difficult. You have to ask your photographer to take candid pictures because if you don't ask them to, they're gonna tell you, oh, pose and like, oh, smile and do this and that. And I feel like that's the reason why I love David Dobrik's uh, idea on this disposable pictures. Uh, and now he actually has a, a app that I've only used once, but from using it, I realized something that I thought was really cool is the fact that you take the picture and you cannot see the way it turned out 24 hours later. So it's the same idea like, yo, like it or not, you took the picture and you can see the way it turned out in the next 24 hours. I like that idea a lot. And I think is something that I would like people to like get more into the idea of or the habit of is to like just take candid pictures and be okay with that. Be okay with not being a perfectionist. See what I'm getting at, how this is tangling up? It's a candid picture, it's a feeling. Appreciate it. Somebody took it and that's the way it was felt. That's like the whole aura of it. Like that's just the way it is. So why did I say that? Because Onto my Finsta, I want my Finsta to be more like that. Just be candid pictures and just actual moments. And I do want to be posting more often because when I compare like my Instagram to like social media influencers or people that post a lot, you end up realizing that they have cute, amazing memories because they have them posted. And not to say that I have bad memory or anything, but you know, it's always cool to have that one memory from like that one time that we went to a bar and you know, you, you can always remember these stories and maybe you're gonna forget them and you just realize that you're talking about them whenever you actually like uh, meet with the people again. But what I'm trying to get at is that it's always cool to just have that one picture with that one friend. And I think that's something that's missing right now. Um, something that I think I will be doing on my Finsta and on my normal, uh, more so branding Instagram, what I'm going to be doing is just have posts of 
me with people in like the industry or me in events that are about my industry or whatever again sorry for the redundance um have post of me and also post of the people that ha i have guests i have as guests in my podcast because why would i just like do some stories and promote this guy and put one or two of his pictures and they only last like 24 hours like then I don't think I'm giving the right idea because I'm not actually promoting this person the way I feel about this person. If I have them on the podcast, it's because I actually do love their stuff. And now here comes the other idea. Watch this get tangled. How am I going to promote people I don't follow on my Instagram? But why would I follow like thousands of people on my Instagram? So what I want to do is just have everything, uh, have a big change. And I'm going to be following my close friends and like my friends and my family and people I've just met or people that I didn't follow before because I, I felt like there was just too much content on my main account because I feel like right now I have just the right amount of content. Like I even get tired of some people posting some stuff. And it would be kind of cool if I have all of those people in just this one box. And it's kind of like a feeling. It's like, this is my Finsta. When you click on your Finsta, you're like, I'm going to see just my friends. It's like you unplug from this idea of work and it's just social media itself. And my main account, it's going to be uh, the one that's going to be more work because if you think of it, I don't want it to be work. It's more something like a project that I like and I want to put effort into. And that's gonna be posting pictures of uh, the people I promote. And so then, I, then I'll then i have a little bit of uh, more room for me to follow those people, get inspired by those people and don't feel like it's just a huge clamp of things in my uh, main account where I'm just seeing like, my family's pictures, my friends' pictures, the pictures from people I just met and I had to follow them because I had to because of that awful unwritten rule, um, which I don't condemn. Like, if you're smart about social media, you'll understand that if somebody doesn't follow you back, that's not the end of the world. Like, get their phone numbers. That's it. Just turn it into that, please. Uh, and then the other thing is like have inspirational people and it would be so much better if on my main Instagram account, I just have inspiration, things that are beautifully aesthetic or just beautiful pictures, landscapes and people with amazing stories. And on the other side, I have like my personal stuff. And so I'm going to be following those people and I'm going to be posting about those people. And you see what's happening slowly, it's going to be turning more into a Tumblr because I wanted to have pictures or posts of the people I have as guests, pictures that I take. And if I take them, that means that I may not be in them. So that's the cool thing about it, because now we're talking about pictures that don't have my face. And I feel like for social media, there's a time and place for that. It's, it's so weird because when you post something, unless it's a beautiful picture, people are not going to like it. And if you post a picture of your face, people are going to like it because they want to see your face. That's the reason why they're following you. They want to keep tabs on you. And on the other hand, out on this main account, I do want to have pictures of things that are not about me. So it goes to a different public. So that's why I want to have those two different Instagrams so I can post that and not bother the people like my friends and family because maybe they don't want to see that stuff. Maybe all they care about it's uh, my face. And also maybe they don't want to see my points of views on things. Like for example, this podcast, I'm talking about like the idea of Tumblr, the idea of uh, taking pictures in a candid way, not sharing your phone. And that's something I would actually take my time and put them on stories. And they just don't want to hear that or they don't care. So why would I bother them with like a lot of stories? I think the people that will sign up for that, they will actually follow them, follow me on my main account. And so through having all of that, I will also like to post stuff of things that matter, things or maybe people I don't follow 
and they did uh, this one amazing thing or just inspirational stuff like if it's a uh, black history month put something that goes along those lines and make it tumble just make it beautiful and why would i do so because i do feel like when i was in ottawa uh, most of my work came from word of mouth and it's good but it's also bad because if you don't have a social media that represents your brand then people are gonna be like well where's your work and sometimes i'll find myself saying like oh well this is my social media if you want to see my work i can send you uh, folders with my work or videos of my work or here's my this uh, videos on youtube or links to my resume or this and that and you know, you see where I'm getting at? It it just turned a little bit awkward or just a bit more difficult because if they wanted to know about myself, why can't they see it just in my Instagram? And so that's why when I have that, it's just gonna be more accessible for people. People are gonna find me more through Instagram and it's just gonna look good and it's gonna be easier and hopefully it's gonna get me a job. now. I mentioned it in my other uh, failed podcast and it was the idea of like me saying that this is a little bit of a cry for help. And the reason why it's because I do want to see myself just working on the things that I do. Right now I'm studying a second career and the only reason why I'm studying this career it's because I know it's easier to go to other places through internships because you're in school. And it's a career that doesn't have anything to do with what I do. But if there is something that I learned is that when I was in a foreign country working under their rules and their system and whatever, something that was definitely really hard for me, it was to save money because I would have to spend on transportation, my home uh, or well rent and food communication, meaning my cell phone bill and Wi-Fi sometimes. Those five things are just necessary. And by doing so, I mean, when you're living with your family, all of that is taken care of. Like you can support them, like giving them, giving them some money whenever you get your first job, but it's still not going to be as much as if you were living by yourself. And that's something that I had to face on my own. And like, by doing so, I didn't have the ability to save up money. And why am I touching on this saving up money thing? It's because if I had that, maybe I would have been more adventurous and try, uh, try to get a job in Toronto, try to get a job in Montreal, try to get a job in Vancouver. And I was just bu bubbling myself up in Ottawa and maybe Ottawa is just not the right market for me as a videographer. Um, why am I bringing all this up? Because if there's something that has been static ever since I was a little kid that I like art and, or maybe static is not the right thing. It's just being constant is that I like art. I like aesthetic stuff. I like photography. I like videography. I like illustrations. I like storyboarding more than anything. I like writing ideas, coming up with ideas. And if you guys do like the stuff that I talk about, the way I portray myself, the way I make this video available for you guys, and you guys know somebody that will be interested in hiring me, this is a cry for help because I would like to just be working on the stuff that I like to do instead of finding another way to get where I want to get at. You may be wondering, well, then why don't you work on what you like, what you studied, where you are? Reason why is because being honest right now, like I just want to get out of Mexico. I want to go to Canada. I want to go to New Zealand. I want to go to Australia. I want to go to Japan. And just like, I know I'm asking for too much because that's the dream job for a lot of people. But also I, I just want to go back plain and honest I just want to go back to Canada I lived eight years over there and it's very sad that I had to come back um hopefully through a job opportunity I could get the opportunity to go back and 
I, it wouldn't be like, oh man, but you're dropping out of school and you just started school and this and that. Being honest, I would much rather be working or get that one year of work experience applied so I can stay over there. Maybe even become a citizen in the future, but first get my permanent residency. And then afterwards, you know what? Like I love Canada so much that I'll be okay if I worked at a coffee shop for my whole life and then be a freelancer on the side. Like you may think that that's not ambitious enough, but being honest, like I was content. I was happy with that. I was close with my friends. And even when my friends left and everything, I saw myself just living there. And yeah, like it would be really cool if I could go back or just get experience at another place maybe Ireland, uh, in Dublin, <laughs> yeah, maybe in Dublin, or who knows, like, the sky is the limit at this point, to be honest, and from me building this podcast, building this content that's, con that's constant, then people are gonna be like, okay, this guy has uh, practice, this guy has uh, the years backing him up that he has been making content or creative content uh, for this matter. And I hope people like it. Um, right now it's 45 minutes, but I'm not content enough because on my failed podcast, I talked about more stuff and I can still remember it and I want to touch on it. So let me catch a break on this. All right, I'm back. Um, that's like my little cry for help for you guys. I, I know that you guys probably don't care. It's something that I should not be making it so public, but being honest, you never know where you're gonna receive help. And this is social media, how social media affects my life to that extent, to the point that I'm pretty sure that I'm just one person away. And I think um, that's actually a saying but I always feel like I'm just one person away. Because if you think of it, I'm just one person away from New Zealand to tell me that I got a job and I can move there. I'm just one person away from somebody in Canada telling me that they know somebody in, who knows, Vancouver or Windsor or Edmonton, and they could be interested in hiring me and then I can go back. I'm just that one person away and what better way to just shout it to the world, to the universe and just be open and say, this is what I want. Because a lot of people, like this is something I truly believe and I live by it and it's the idea that if people know what you want, somebody's gonna care. Cause I care for when people tell me that they want something and I sometimes go far along, as far to like actually search for things for them and then send them over to them so that they can achieve their dreams. Because all I want is for people to achieve their dreams the, way, the same way that I wish people want that for me. And that goes along with the golden rule, the golden rule of like, treat your neighbor the way you want to be treated. And I think that is a golden rule because it gets repeated throughout all of the religions there is. So that's something I go by. How much social media affects my life? I think by now you've realized that it affects me on a huge level because I put so much thought into it. It's just so ingrained into my life. And I started saying that it's kind of an option. It definitely it's an option because I could care like nothing about social media and just send applications. Send applications and, and if they want something, I can send them a portfolio. Yes, but also I'm trying to do both things by like having, him, having my social media the way that I wanted it like set up because I, I enjoy the idea of like having a portfolio that's social, you know, my portfolio could be a website that's also social, but it's not going to get the same traction as social media gets because over there, like it's just a different field. Uh, you could become Instagram famous. You can become YouTube famous, um, or it could be the, 
opening doors to somebody finding who you are rather than your website. So that's the way I see it. And I like to see it that way. And that's the reason why I work so hard into understanding the gimmicks and how to live a balanced life with social media in itself. Um, I think something I wanted to say is that like this girl said like, by the way, this idea came from Lil Sophie. Lil Sophie was the one that asked me about my hair products. Lil Sophie is the one that asked me about how social media affects my life. And she also said to talk in Spanish. Um, no tengo mucho que decir en español, más que eso lo dejaré para otras personas. Uh, what I just said is that at some point, uh, I will have a podcast for people that speak in Spanish. I don't have a lot to say in Spanish because I want to make this uh, as an English content. And maybe at some point I'll have guests in Spanish and that will be Spanish content for Spanish speaking people. You know what I mean? This uh, is just targeted to people that speak in English because most of the people that follow me know how to speak English. So you got the idea of how everything got tangled from like having two different social medias, this unwritten rules of following, not following somebody. I think it will be easier for me and for somebody else for me to follow them and through my Finsta and then they follow me back and they're gonna realize like, oh, this is this is him. But they are not like bound to like, like my other stuff. I could tell them about that and it's obviously going to be on my bio and they can realize by themselves, but I'm not signing them up to like follow that stuff because that stuff I think it's more work related or I think it's just like, another thing by itself, you know? And this whole thing could actually be a huge mistake. I could be way better off uh, having everything together. Who knows, I'm just a kid who was born under social media and is trying to understand it as we go along with it. Because as of now, there's no classes for social media. So we are interpreting, interpreting it, we are interpreting it, the best way we can and we're working with it the best way we can. There's uh, marketing strategies on how to sell on social media and all of that, but there's no right way to like use social media. What's like, what's good, what's wrong. There's still like the debate on likes, if they, that should be shown, if it should not be shown. I think it would be better if it was not shown because I think Kanye West said like, oh, like ha having somebody see how many people you follow and how many people follow you is like knowing how big is your piece for men's and like your t-shirt. It's just a personal number that maybe people should just not know. And I understand that goes to a huge different thing because then how is there gonna be business? How people are gonna be able to judge uh, how many people follow you, how many people you follow and all of that. And I feel, I just feel like, um, I mean, if that information is still gonna be in your profile and you can still share it, you share it. You know what I mean? Like it's still available. It's just gonna be not seen, but still available. Um, who knows? It's. It, I'm 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 speaking on something that like it might be futuristic at this point actually. Um, what else is there for me to say? I think something I touched on and I thought it was really cool. It was the idea of like um, me wanting to work and I may be asking for too much, but to a certain extent, I just wish I could be working on something that. Um, I enjoy and whether that being social media or actually being in a movie set, I think I would enjoy that a lot. And that's like drifting away from social media, but something that like, uh, like I mentioned before, I was not making enough money to like save up money and try some other things. It would be really cool if I got that opportunity to like get a job where I can save up money. And if this doesn't work out, then I could apply to another place and not end up in the same pit where I was not saving up money because I was living in a foreign country 
And then I was just like left with no money. And when you're left with no money, then people or like your family could interpret like, then that's not gonna leave you money. And and if it doesn't leave you money, then why are you still sticking with it? And if in your city and your hometown, it's not huge or like the industry that you studied, then what are you gonna do? You don't have money to travel to that one city where you could get that one job. So what I'm trying to get at, it's obviously, I may be asking for too much at this point, but like if I could have that one job uh, where I could be making enough money to live in a foreign country and also save up a little money, it will be just prime because then if I get another opportunity or if um, I, I end up leaving and going to another place to try luck or whatever it is, whatever the situation is, I'll have enough money to do so. But um, yeah, that's, I guess like what I'm trying to get at with that point is that it's difficult. It's difficult to live in another country and be working on what you want unless it gives you just like enough money to save up money. Because if you're just living by, by the minute, like you're gonna end up or you're more likely to face or at least think of what happened to me and it's like if you don't got money you ain't got nothing uh else waiting for you as a job opportunity you're gonna have to leave that's kind of what happened um you may be asking and i guess this is where i'm going to wrap this up why don't you want why do you want to leave mexico why don't you just want to work in mexico being honest uh i i made or i was so happy that I got to work with so many different people in Ottawa. Uh, people knew me through word of mouth and I also met people through word of mouth or just playing on social media. It was so cool. Like this, this one picture I'll never get off my head. And it was like me being with Joey, a YouTuber that I met through school. And we actually stuck as friends because we clicked. It wasn't just because um, I was working for him or whatever. We actually did like each other, like working with each other and all that. So we are like, I, I call him my brother, like from another mother, <laughs> we're family. And there's this one time that I was making a music video by myself and I told my friend and another guy to come in and just watch over my back to like see if like the shots I was taking they were good or not. And through that, my friend, well, Joey met uh, Vi. So the first person that I had as a guest in my podcast and then the second person I had as a guest in my podcast. And then afterwards, uh, there's this one time that Joey said like, oh, I want to start my uh, photography account. So you could say that his account is kind of like his Finsta and his formal like photography account is taken by Joey, which is kind of what I want to do. It's nothing new. If you've never heard of a Finsta, a lot of people do this. Um, David Dobrik has the disposable ones and the David Dobrik uh, account. And who else? Uh, Jordan McDonald, uh, who was the third on my guest as a podcast. He has uh, Jay McDonald and not Jordan McDonald as his Finsta. So I was thinking maybe mine could be not Jesus Fuentes. Who knows? Um, Anyways, there's this one time that he was like just starting with Taken by Joy and there were the, the idea of like, hey, if you know any models, like bring them my way. I was able to bring like one of the biggest people in Ottawa, Jasmine Katz. Uh, she is with MIM, I think, uh, Mall International uh, Management in Ottawa. And it was so cool because Joy got the uh, experience to like shoot with her and like some other girls that were there. And afterwards, like a couple of days after, he got like DMs from other models saying like, oh, you should like do a photo shoot with me and this and that. And then Joy was like, who's she? Or like, why am I getting all of these DMs? And I told him, this girl is like an actual model. It's, and I think what he was thinking uh, when I told her that, when I told him that I was gonna bring models uh, to the shoot, 
it was like all girls that think they aspire to be models on Instagram or whatever. No, like she actually dedicates her life to do that. Um, amazing graphic designer. And I hope I'm not putting too much into her plate. I know that she wants to keep her personality more private. Uh, I hope that one day I can have him have her in my podcast. But till that day, Yasmin, I'm saying hi. Love you. And I miss you. The same way I miss Jordan, uh, Jake, and Joy, Hovel. Like, I don't want to keep on saying names. I miss all of Joey's friends. I miss Joey. I miss um, Sarah. So many people. Anyways, uh, what I was trying to get at is I remember this picture where Vi, Joey, and Jasmine and I were sitting in one table at a bar. A videographer who wants to be a filmmaker, me. A YouTuber who has a podcast, who has a merch, who has merch, who has a book, a jack of all trades, uh, a model who's a graphic designer, a singer songwriter, um, musician, and just one table. And I built that to a certain extent. And it all came around from like this community, like not gonna lie, I remember being in Ottawa and uh, the community not being so tied or like open to like uh, talk to other people. And you know what, it was tough for me because when I came back to Mexico, it took me two weeks to realize that there was not a lot of influencers in my hometown. It's a small town, kind of like Ottawa, but different, obviously. And then after that, I ended up meeting the people that were influencers or in my hometown or like in the uh, cities around my hometown. And it just seemed too far. And so I had a touch to talk to them because when I tried to talk to them, most of their replies would be so dry. And I was just amazed because like that's not kind of like the Mexican culture. The Mexican culture is like, hey, let's go grab a beer. Like, hey, let's get together. Let's party. Or like, we're family. Like, you're my tío while you're actually not my uncle. Tío is uncle in Spanish. But you still call him tío because it's just like family. We're just the biggest family. And yeah, like, I feel like I don't see myself here because I have not met the community and I don't think the community is there. And maybe I'm just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So I'm not losing faith into that. Like I still to this day keep on looking for people I can work with here. I just think I'm not in the right city for sure. Like Mexico City is kind of like LA, I guess, or Toronto. And I don't have the money to go there. And going there would be such a huge like, uh, like just doing it because of um, not having a place where to stay, don't know where that's gonna take me. I'm in school, like, if I go there, is it gonna be worth it? Is it gonna be worth it getting out of school? Like, I only see, I only think that it's going to be worth it to get out of school if I go to a city that's not here and they give me a competitive, like a competitive pay. And most likely if they hire me at another city or whatever, well, well in another country, they there will be a contract and hopefully it's going to be a year contract and f at least in Canada if you can if you work for a year then you can apply for your permanent residency and don't quote me on that I just believe that's the right way to do it and if you do that in any other city then you're allowed to apply for your permanent residency and then you can stay there so you are actually getting a lot out of it because then you can have a dual citizenship and not just that, you can be living in another country and that's just a huge win by itself. So that, yeah, that's why I'm aiming for another place. Nothing against Mexico. I do see myself maybe making films. I mean, most of the uh, huge film directors uh, of this decade because of the way they've win Oscars, they're Mexican, so there, there it goes. 
I've said it. I think it's a fair balance, uh, two tables. So it's one hour and four minutes, but I think I was like uh, fucking around before this, like just like trying to get the intro out. Um, hopefully it's less than an hour. And if it's an hour, I'm sorry for that. I like to talk a lot. And that's the reason why I made this podcast because I did not see myself just speaking 15 minutes on IGTV. And since I'm not big on Instagram, I can't upload a hour video. Hopefully at some point, but I hope you guys like it. This was the topic of how social media affects my life. Some shenanigans, uh, a lot of shout outs to a lot of people. Like I love ugly and Joey Kidney, Taken by Joey, Jay McDonald, um, the guest in my podcast, my podcast itself. And I guess I should just be stop talking now. Uh, I hope you guys have a good one. Please uh, give it a thumbs up. Uh, follow the podcast by following me on YouTube because that's the platform where I have it right now. At some point, whenever I get this done with the idea of like what this podcast is going to be named as, uh, I will put it on Spotify and hopefully by then I'll have a microphone because right now I think I'm compensating the low quality on the audio with the visual and it's making it more engaging because you can see me smile, you can see my face, you can see like me moving my hands. And you know, it's kind of weird because I was like moving my hands but my hands are not in the frame, so you can only see my shoulders like moving. I will fix that <laughs> at some point. Anyways, um, thanks for listening. If you turn on the bell notification on YouTube, I'll deeply appreciate that. If you guys share this podcast with people on your Instagram stories, that'll mean the world to me because Instagram is like my main, uh, was the main place where people are following my podcast or getting the updates about my podcast. What else is there to say? Uh, keep updated with like my Finsta and my normal Instagram. My normal Instagram is jesus.fuentes, but with the, not the last E. So it's F-U-E-N-T-S. So I, I could just put something in here. Anyways, um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you to next night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.